Well, we talked about Tiger King, Joe Exotic, not getting his pardon from President Trump yesterday before the president left office. And now Joe Exotic has said that he was denied for getting his pardon from President Trump because he was too gay. (laughs) Joseph Allen Maldonado Passage released a statement on his Twitter account uh, seething. He was upset. He thought for sure he was going to get it. And so did all his people. Uh, they were, they were really counting on a, uh, a pardon from Donald Trump, but, uh, I was too innocent and too gay to deserve a pardon from Trump. I only mattered to Don Jr. When he needed to make a comment about me to boost his social media post. (laughs) Oh, Tiger King. Now, you know, Carol Baskin is happy. She is happy. She believes that, uh, you know, he belongs in a cage behind bars. And that's exactly where he'll be. He's served a year or so already of his 20-year sentence. And uh, so, good luck. Good luck, because I think that was your only shot, Joe. So, I would guess that you're going to have to continue behind bars for quite some time. I know. It's tough being too gay. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. My thumb. My thumb. Oh, oh, my thumb. My thumb. Now, I want to laugh at this, but it's really not funny because we don't laugh at other, and I use this term lightly, uh, athletes. Um, who get injured and cannot continue on with whatever sport they're playing, right? I mean, that happens no matter who you are. Uh, you either, you know, get too old or you get hurt, and that's just the way it is. But uh, Call of Duty gamer Thomas Zuma Paparato says he's going to be stepping back from the uh, professional gaming due to, uh, well, There's too much pain. His thumb. It hurts too much. This is going to be happening more and more, right? Uh, He said it breaks his heart to step away from a game. I put my heart and soul into every single day for eight years, right? I mean, if you're using your thumbs like that and every day, and now you're struggling with the injury, needing surgery. Wow. I mean, rehab is rehab is going to be tough for, you know, you athletes so good luck god bless i hope you can get back to call of duty soon i'm sure the other gamers are going to be very very happy they're not going to say it out loud i mean they reached out to you with huge support and sorry to see you go but really uh they're saying behind doors yeah good luck god bless and uh thanks take care glad we don't have to compete against Thomas Zuma Paparato anymore on Call of Duty. My thumb! My thumb! Okay, so I've got a couple of stories here. One is I absolutely never thought of it this way at all. And I don't know that it really, really matters. And the other is I thought we already had this 
but I guess we didn't. So we'll start with, I honestly, I've never looked at it this way. And I don't know that it really matters. And I don't know that it's going to take off. It might, though, in today's world. So a Dutch card fan, Indy Melink, uh, was explaining a game to her cousins, according to this story last summer, when she asked herself, why should a king be worth more than a queen? And my answer to that would have been, well, we can play the game that the queen is worth more than the king if you want. That's fine. It's just a card game. It's fine. You can make the cards worth anything you want. That's why it's a game. But the 23-year-old decided it was time to break the centuries-old tradition of sexual inequality in playing card decks that rank men above women okay so is the jack a woman too because i don't think so i think that the queen is higher than the jack right the queen is only below the king and that's only because we say so we can say the queen is higher than the king anytime you want indy but that's not important it's not important she says if we have this hierarchy that the king is worth more than the queen, that this subtle inequity influences people in their daily life because it's just another way of saying, hey, you're less important. Even subtle inequities like this do play a big role. Do they? Do they, Indy? Because not in my mind, but maybe that's just my subtle... subtle way of I think that women are less so my sexual inequality is a tradition but after a lot of trial and error she's designed a genderless deck in which images of a king queen and jack were replaced with gold silver and bronze so it's just the Olympic right you still have a winner a middle and and a third place winner she she made some decks, she got the images up, and she began selling them online. So, I guess she's made about 1,500 packs, they're sent all over Europe, and they're now getting a big promotion, right? So, it's good that uh, we reflect on gender neutrality, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it's very important that anytime you wonder if it's worth it, <laughs> gender neutrality, I'm all for it. It's great that someone of this age has noticed this. It's a new generation, the head of the Dutch Bridge Association said. Uh, Is it? Is it uh, Barrett von Dobbenberg? Are you going to be changing over to the the, uh, indie deck of cards with the gold, silver, and bronze cards? It really doesn't matter. I mean, I'm okay with playing with those two, to be honest with you. It really just is agonizing to me that the reason we're doing it is because of gender equality and because she looked at this deck of cards and thought, why is the king worth more than the queen? Well, it's just a card game. It's the way it was developed. It was developed by those bastard men. Yep. Who said the king is more powerful than anything. But really, when the king goes down, uh, the queen is the most powerful. And what's the, I just saw a stupid uh, meme or photo or something on one of those social media sites that talked about uh, what do you have with a queen without a king, a more powerful queen. 
something like that. I mean, yeah, that's what you have. <laughs> I just, okay. Anyway, look forward to that uh, becoming more and more in our lives, okay? We, want, we do not want to have this hierarchy that the king is worth more than the queen in a deck of cards because it says, <laughs> it's just another way of saying, <laughs> hey, you are less important. Oh, okay. Is that what it says? Is that what it says? I think not. It may have meant that. I'd have to go back and look at, you know, when they were designing a deck of cards because they've been around forever. In fact, yeah. And they talk about how the modern playing cards evolved into a deck of 52 cards with four suits in red and black and with two jokers by making a journey that took hundreds of years and involved traveling through many countries. So, you know, it's okay. I love playing card games. I love it. And if, 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 I'm, if somebody sits down with a deck of cards that has the gold, silver, and bronze instead of the king, queen, and jack, it's okay. We're going to play. That's fine. It just means that the gold represents the king. And the king is more important than the silver or the queen. I mean, it's just that simple, right? All right. This story I found surprising. I found surprising because I thought we don't already have this, but I guess we didn't. The first dinosaur butthole ever discovered is shedding light where, you know, the sun doesn't shine. It reveals how dinosaurs use this multi-purpose opening uh, known as the uh, cloacal vent. Cloacal vent. Cloacal vent. C-L-O-A-C-A-L vent. For pooping, peeing, breeding, and egg laying. <laughs> Well, duh. Okay, so the dinosaur's uh, butt, derriere, rear end, is so well-preserved, the researchers could see the remnants of two small bulges by the exit door, which... <laughs> so, that's good, right? Right! So, I mean, the caboose... Rear end, butt, shares, you know, characteristics with the backsides of some living creatures. It's also a one-of-a-kind opening. The anatomy is unique. Lead researcher, Jacob Vinther, at the University of Bristol in the United Kingdom, told Live Science, it doesn't quite look like the opening on birds, which are the closest living relatives of dinosaurs. It does look a bit like the back opening on a crocodile. I mean, if you'd have showed me a picture, I could have told you. I mean, I'm looking at this picture now and I was thinking, you know, that looks just like the butt of a crocodile. <laughs> but it's different in some ways, right? It's shaped in its perfect, unique way. And this well-preserved butt belongs to the Pasitocosaurus, a bristly-tailed Labrador-sized, horn-faced dinosaur, meaning it was a relative of Triceratops, like its famous trihorned cousin, Pasitocorsaurus, lived between the Cretaceous period, which lasted from about 145 million to 65 million years ago, 
I guess they have studied the Pasitocosaurus specimen before found in China, which determines its skin color. But now, now we've got one that, uh, <laughs> hello, we know what kind of butthole it is. Now, none of the reproductive soft tissues were preserved. So we don't know if it had a, you know, a thing or it was a female without a thing or maybe they both, they had both. So they can't say whether the dinosaur was male or female. They're saying, so it might have been, it might have been a female or a male, but I guess in animal world, it's either one or the other. You don't have both. But in the documentary, Jurassic Park, we find out that we know that life finds a way. So unlike uh, some birds that bump butts when they do a colloquial kiss during reproduction. <laughs> it's likely that this dinosaur had uh, copulatory sex. So we don't know that for sure, but we're just guessing as a, you know, as a dinosaur professional. <laughs> so anyway, congratulations. And it's good news that we've got a great, beautiful, preserved butthole that discover, helps us shine light on just what the dinosaur's butthole looked like. Man, oh man. You gotta love that, right? Because it's important. It's important to know what the dinosaur's butthole looked like. I know it's important. We're supposed to know what it looked like and what it was used for. And it, it helps us to figure out what. Yeah, they laid eggs and they had sex and they pooped and they peed. And they did everything out of this one hole. That's the way they were. And now we've evolved. So we have more than one hole that we use things from. But there's still some animals that are similar to the dinosaurs. And it's important to know. Got it. As long as we're on animals, uh, I'll talk about one uh, dog that the animal was, I mean, the owner was busy worried about the dog because the dog started limping. And then, so he takes it to a doctor, Finds it, tries to find out what's wrong with the dog. He spent, according to this, it's a you know European guy, so he spent you know euros to get his injured dog checked up. As it turned out, uh, the dog uh, wasn't injured at all. Uh, and you'd think that the owner would have figured this out. I kind of think that the owner is maybe a little slow. That's just me. <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, I haven't talked to him. I don't know who he is. But apparently he was in a cast limping and then the dog started limping as well. It was a sympathy limp by the dog. Well, you'd think that the owner would know that, right? If you are the owner of an animal, you pretty much know that animal. If you don't, you're an idiot, which uh, this guy quite possibly could be. Uh, but, you know, I know they're making a big deal about our animals are known to mimic human behavior. Parrots repeat our speech. Monkeys in training repeat actions and so on. And they're adorable. But, uh, you know, now people are um, sharing Russell Jones' story all over social media. Yeah, 
because they think, oh, it's so cute. The dog was limping for you, which you should have known. And now you think, I'm out of all this money. I thought my dog was hurt. Maybe you should have figured out that your dog started limping when you started limping because you were in a cast. I just, uh, I just, I can't. I just, I just, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say this. How cute it was. Yes, it's cute. Yes, it's sympathy from your dog. But if you know your animal, you should know what your animal is up to. You can quote me on that. You can, you can quote me on that. This is a chewing the fat quote. If you... <laughs> If you know your animal, you should know what your animal is up to. I think that was the quote. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, let's go to the break room. <laughs> I desperately need something cold to drink. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. So good. Oh, so, congratulations are in order. Boy, am I happy for... The one human in Maryland who won the $731.1 million jackpot. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the Powerball. Congratulations. Man, am I happy for you. There's nothing I want more than someone else to win that powerball other than me i'm happy for you and i hope that you will know how to spend that 731.1 million dollar powerball jackpot winning uh the cash value of 546.8 million dollars of course you know before taxes but i was looking at uh there's also uh there was there was the one jackpot winner in maryland uh, and then there was one power or match five power play for $2 million in Maryland. I wonder if that was the same guy or lady or family. Uh, so they would, you know, add another couple million to that if that's them, or maybe it was one of the kids, something, you know, it's fascinating. And of course, there were uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven $1 million winners in the match five for the Powerball. So, and uh, Texas is not one of the states listed, so it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Now, we have the Mega Millions drawing coming up the 22nd of January, f- Friday. If you're listening to this show live, uh, which, I mean, why wouldn't you be listening to this live? Uh, on the 21st of January, 2021, uh, that would be tomorrow. Uh, that jackpot tomorrow night at 11 p.m., on Friday, one twenty-two, twenty-one, is nine hundred and seventy million dollars, with a cash option of seven hundred and sixteen point three million dollars. Wow! Just take a moment and be happy for someone that could possibly win that, right? Right. Because I am, I am happy for those people. You, man, you cannot make me any happier than I am for them. Because I I wanted somebody else to win and not me. So, thankfully, it happened. (laughs) 
Oh man, uh, that's it's. I know it's. Look, I know it's not going to happen because I want it. So it's okay. I guess I could pretend I don't want it, and maybe that will work. But really, deep down, you want it. So the the wanting it is still out in the universe, if you believe in that kind of stuff. So you know, if it's already out there, then saying you don't want it is really a lie because you do wanting it is already out of the universe and because you really want it so bad you're not gonna get it right i mean some people think that's the way it works i think i'm turning into one of those people so uh (laughs) if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber to the podcast to this show uh you need to become one okay uh Right now, you're considered a freeloader, and nobody likes a freeloader, okay? Nobody. But if you subscribe to Chewing the Fat Podcast for free, then you become a freeloading subscriber, which everyone loves. Everyone loves a freeloading subscriber. (laughs) Yes, they do. So you need to subscribe. There's a plethora of platforms out there that carry the show. Uh, any platform that warms the little cockles of your heart, you choose and subscribe to the show. For example, like iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and there's, you know, again, a plethora of other platforms as well. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat podcast. And again, it is for free. Now, the reason that it's free is because people actually subscribe to Blaze TV. And I know that that's a paying subscription. I get it. And now is more important than ever to have more voices, not less. We're going to talk a little bit about, I'm just going to go through the headlines from yesterday uh, here in a little bit. I'm not going to you know, go into depth. I know I try to stay away from politics, but it's slapping us right in the face today. And I just want to go, I was looking at the headlines this morning and I thought, I've got to just go through these with you. And just so you know, just so you know, that's all you need to do. I don't need to, we're not going to beat up anybody, maybe, but we're just going to talk about the headlines that happened surrounding yesterday, the, uh, you know, inauguration of our new president, Joseph Robinette Biden. But. That, having been said, means that we need more voices, not less, now more than ever. And you can make that happen by becoming a member of Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, and scroll down. You can use the promo code Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, and it'll show you uh, the deals for you know, a, a month, a year, a couple of years, and the year subscription right now will save you $30 if you go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy. And it's uh, the one of the best prices we've had for Blaze TV, and now is more important than ever to have more voices, not less. Sad news uh, coming from Disney. I know, I know. You don't like to get sad news coming from Disney, but... The uh, CEO, uh, Bob Chapek, and the executive chairman, Bob Iger, um, lost their bonus payments due to the pandemic. I know. I don't know how, I don't know how they're going to get by. Uh, according to the reports 
that were revealed at the SEC filing. Um, Bob, the CEO, was paid $14 million, And Bob, the executive chairman, I guess you have to be named Bob to be bosses at Disney, Bob Chapik and Bob Iger, uh, Iger earned $21 million. So, but they didn't make their bonus. I know. So that may have had something to do with, you know, Disney laying off thousands of workers. <laughs> you know, that could have had something to do with them not making their bonuses. Some of that wasn't their fault, though. I mean, I'm, I'm making fun of them not making their bonuses due to the pandemic. But Disney in California is not even allowed to open. They begged California, please let us open and create jobs and get people back to work. Nope. We're going to use your parking lot for the vaccine uh, so people can pull up and get their vaccine shot. But you can't be open. And there's no walk-ups to the vaccine shots in on Disney property. You have to have a reservation. Oh, okay. All right. No problem. But it is sad that I don't know how Bob and Bob are going to get by. Uh, little Bob only made $14 million And Big Bob made 21 million and without their bonus payments i do not know how they're going to get by i just don't and tommy hilfiger as long as we're talking about people that are worth quite a bit of money uh just sold his place in uh, connecticut for uh, 45 million dollars now tommy is i think worth i don't know four or five hundred million dollars he's doing okay you know he's all right he's 69 now and his wife, who is 54, uh, just sold the place. 13,344 square feet, 22 acres, <laughs> six bedrooms, seven bathrooms, and three powder rooms. Now, it's just a beautiful place. I actually was looking at the pictures of it. It is gorgeous. And I can well understand why. I mean, it was redone by them. Uh, you know, hand-painted fabric walls, carved millwork, wide-board and limestone floors, textile wall coverings, a wine cellar, a tasting room, 18th century French fireplace, among the six fireplaces. Master bedroom has two bathrooms, two dressing rooms, and an office. I mean, and it, it's really, really beautiful. Now, it, has, it also has a detached tea house. Now, they use that for security, but you could also use that for, you know, your private meetings. Just kick security out of there. It's got a carved wooden staircase, a formal dining room, uh, wood paneling, a large kitchen with wood beams, and a breakfast room, of course. And, of course, a home theater. Hello. So, uh, it has Turkish heritage. Uh, the decor is really special. She, uh, the wife, made the theater room really beautiful, cozy room where you just want to watch movies all day has a candy machine, popcorn, sofas, and different levels of chairs. It's just so darn nice. Outdoors, the house has fountains, a quai pond, a pool, an all-weather tennis court, a rose garden, a boxwood knot garden, a topperary garden, a lawn overlooking the Long Island Sound. The house has a four-car garage plus a two-bedroom guest house with its own two-car garage. And it even has a greenhouse, which once housed orchids and a chicken coop with three roosters and at least a dozen hens. But now I guess they 
had to kill him and eat him. So that's why they sold the place. But uh, it looks really pretty. It was only you know, they only got forty five million for the dump. <laughs> now, according to this, the Hill figures. This is their eighth house that they've renovated and sold over the last thirty five years. They purchased this one for thirty one point three seven million. 10 years ago or 11 years ago in 2010 and they you know renovated it all and it says here they reportedly spent millions you think renovating you think um duh you can't just buy a place for 30 million and move in (laughs) i mean that's just unheard of <laughs> oh man i it's got a wet bar sitting here at billiards table you know i mean it's just it's what you would expect from a tommy hill figure and it's beautiful and you could have gotten it but it's already you know it's off the market now sold 45 million sorry i mean you can make an offer and maybe the new owner will uh you know sell it to you just maybe maybe he's just buying it to turn it over i don't know but apparently the hill figures are moving to florida they want to come to florida i don't know why they said uh unnamed reasons but they also threw in their favorable tax policies Uh, you think i mean they sold the plaza hotel penthouse couple years ago for 33.25 million and a palm beach mansion for 35 million in 2017 yeah but that was three or four years ago and now it's time to move back and that place was a dump we didn't get an opportunity to really fix that up like we wanted so we're going to take the money that we made from our place in uh greenwich and uh fix up our new place so that we can actually you know <laughs> live <laughs> we got a little little room to spread out we can't be expected to live in something buy something and move in i thought we already discussed that you can't be expected to just buy a house and move in duh so i know that we are all concerned about the pandemic and it's dark times according to our new president and i know that they have uh said that they fear the surge in the virus uh, really imperils their pledge to curb the pandemic. But I have a feeling that now that those numbers are going to go up, especially here in the first, you know, first couple of weeks after Trump leaves, so they can still blame it on Trump. We saw yesterday, uh, according to this, literally one hour after Biden took the oath, the WHO admitted that PCR testing at high amplification at high amplification rates alters the predictive value of the tests and results in a huge number of false positives. We talked about that before on this show about the cycle threshold value. And remember I talked about when I was in the hospital and I tried to get those numbers. You can't. What they're saying is, is that those cycle threshold values, if the way that they're testing Uh, at such a high rate there's all kinds of false positives plus remember back in may when they first started talking about this cycle threshold value they talked about how people who had a low number in that threshold weren't contagious so they didn't need to be quarantined so i have a feeling and this is just me 
I have a feeling that because of that, they're going to start testing differently, which brings the numbers down, which will make it seem like the pandemic is being curbed because of our new administration. But really, it's just a new way of testing that could have been done a long time ago. I know. I know. Okay, let's go through some of the inauguration headlines. Just so you know, I'll try and I'm going to do my best just to give you the headlines just so you know. I know that the National Youth Poet Laureate, Amanda Gorman, apparently stole the show. I don't know if you had an opportunity to see it, but they're calling it a transfixing poem titled The Hill We Climb. Um, in that poem, she talks about, for there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it. Uh, it's a good thing she didn't steal my line, uh, my quote uh, for her poem, because I would have, uh, you know, live in the dark long enough and it becomes your light. That would have been the poem I would have read, but I digress. And I watched uh, Lady Gaga uh, sing her national anthem. She was, uh, it was fine. It was a really nice national anthem. It was great. Uh, I was, you know, she had the giant, <laughs> uh, she had the giant bird. And, uh, what is it from? Uh, you know, the, the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, the Mockingjay, which was nice. J-Lo came out. She sang. It was great. I know they were, you know, they were mad at her for hawking her new song or something. So what? That's what they're there for, right? That's what they're there for. They make a big deal about Garth with hair plugs and he showed up in jeans. He's Garth Brooks. Of course he showed up in jeans. That's who he is. It doesn't mean you get to show up in jeans. It just means the star does, okay? That's who he is. Got it? Okay, good. And I thought Garth's Amazing Grace was great. And I know that he... He said that he didn't perform at the Trump inauguration in 2017 because of a scheduling conflict. So, I mean, we'll take him at his word for that. Uh, the chief of staff for the new administration uh, directed all executive agencies to immediately freeze any regulations that had anything to do with Donald Trump. So we knew that was going to come. Uh, I was really surprised they held a press conference. Of course, that was their way of saying, we'll hold press conferences. We're going to be open and, and transparent. And Jen Psaki uh, you know, was there. And uh, they made a big deal about she wouldn't say whether Biden supports Senate conviction of Trump. I feel like that would have been a great way to reach across the aisle uh, from uh, President Biden by saying, hey, let's not continue with this impeachment. Uh, it's over. Let's move on. He's out of office. Let's move on. But that didn't happen. That did not happen. According to that same press conference, uh, the first world leader call was going to be with Canada's Justin Trudeau. Yeah, I'm sure he was already on the line, man. He was pissed over, over the pipeline. So, cause he was saying, Hey, hold up on that. Uh, you know, that's part of our deal. And, uh, nope. I'm going to cancel the XL. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They also talked about uh, that Trump had written a letter uh, to Biden. And you know it was really good and really heartfelt. 
when they won't share it with you. He said the president wrote a very generous letter, but it's private. I'm not going to talk about it until I talk with him. Uh huh. And you plan on talking to him when, Joe? Uh, any 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 time in the near future you can give us on that? Because uh, there's no you know you know the letter from Trump to Biden was really nice and generous and said some really cool things because they didn't share it. All right. Uh, Trump said in his last little speech uh, on his way home that he was going to create a new Patriot Party. All right. Good. Good. Let's go ahead and do that. There was news that Biden had replaced uh, Andrew Jackson portrait in the Oval Office and added a Cesar Chavez bust. We'll see if that's actually true or not. They talked about the Chavez bust behind the Resolute desk, but I remember I watched some of the the video of him signing these executive orders and I didn't remember seeing Chavez back there. So we'll see if that's actually true or not. I don't know. Uh, Good news for those of you that wanted to get the Kamala Harris cover from Vogue. They're going to be printing a limited edition uh, of the Kamala Harris cover of its uh, February issue. And it's going to be out there. So, I mean, that's good news. You'll be able to get a, you'll be able to get a copy of that. And, uh, China, mocks President Trump's exit with a headline, Good Riddance Donald Trump. It announced sanctions against the outgoing Trump officials. The FCC chair warned of threats to telecoms from China. So that makes me feel like, um, let's just say not good. It makes me feel like not good when uh china is happy about an official leaving uh that means that they're also happy about the new official coming in and that doesn't necessarily make me happy at all chelsea handler uh went topless to celebrate joe biden officially becoming president uh good i mean when doesn't she go topless is that a celebration for joe biden (laughs) <laughs> I guess she unzipped her jacket and unbuttoned her shirt and lifted up her bra in order to share the share the breast with the whole world. That isn't the first time, and Chelsea does that at the drop of a hat anyway. I don't know why that's such a big deal. <laughs> and in uh, you know, Joe Biden is such a devout Catholic. Uh, our new administration, our new president, Joe Biden, such such a devout catholic and because he's such a devout catholic i'm sure that's why the statement from the u.s bishops conference that was uh held back because of the vatican uh they were going to release a statement from uh the conference president archbishop jose gomez uh where they took uncompromising positions on abortion gender and religious liberty warning that the Biden administration's policy agenda would advance moral evils on several fronts. But since our new president, Joe Biden, is such a devout Catholic that they held back that statement, the Vatican said, hey, 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 uh, new, you you don't need to be releasing that. We don't need to say anything like that at all. Huh, strange. I don't know why they, I don't know why they wouldn't let that one let that one go and in another you know catholic story a priest that uh, attended the stop the steel rally 
uh, head of the U.S. Capitol siege um, was uh, suspended. I know. I know. So uh, in Ohio, Dayton, uh, Archpriest Mark Hodges, who was affiliated with the St. Paul the Apostle Orthodox Church in Dayton, uh, said that he was slapped with a three-month suspension and faces possible defrocking for simply attending the demonstration by President Donald Trump supporters. So, I mean, that proves just how much the church is behind what the church says they believe in, right? Yeah, yeah, that's... That's what it does. Anyway, those are just a few of the headlines, just to, just so you know what's going on around the inauguration. I know. I know. It's agonizing, and I apologize, but I, you need to know. You need to know some of this stuff, just so you have an idea of what's going on, and then you can just, you know, when people say, hey, well, you know what's going on, don't you? You could say, yeah, I, I sure do, and you can, you know, you'll be aware of the things that happened. You'll be aware that, <laughs> I mean, Chelsea Handler <laughs> showed her breasts in honor of the new president. And man, you don't get that every day. Well, you do, but not for Biden. All right, before we, uh, before we wrap this up, let's talk a little tinder. We know, and so do you, that if you're on Tinder and you're looking to, and I use, you know, quotation marks, date uh it's expected that you're gonna go out on that date and be able to have a little business and that's the whole point behind a tinder the world knows that tinder pretends that that's not it we're just a dating site and we want people to meet oh, it's important that people realize that well that's what we're for uh-huh what you're for is people to meet up and take care of a little business that's what Tinder is. We all know that. But of course, we have to pretend that it's just a dating thing and we're just trying to have a nice, comfortable date. Well, in the story, Madison, who claims in being in recovery for what I don't know, uh, once we were back to his place, he kept insisting that she drink alcohol with him. She got uncomfortable and decided to call an Uber so she could leave while she was waiting for the car to arrive he got angry her date got angry and the two had this absolutely infuriating conversation that she recently shared on tiktok and currently has over 1.3 million views and it says here warning mentions of sexual assault i watched the video that was posted i didn't see anything about sexual assault i didn't see anything he's explaining to her hey that's what tinder is Okay, if you're out on a date with Tinder, it's because you're going to come back and take care of business. She says, hey, you should put that in your bio that you're only looking for sex. He says, if I put that in my bio, I'll never get any dates. Plus, I would say my argument to that is you don't need it in your bio. It's implied when you're on Tinder getting dates. I know this is going to start a huge fight with with a lot of people. So. I'm ready for it. You can email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. No problem. I'll take the heat, and you and I'll have a conversation with you. But I'm telling you right now, the reason that you're swiping right and hoping that someone connects is for business. 
not for a candlelight dinner and maybe we'll just be together we're just going out on a date so i know madison believed that to be true and he was saying hey i'm just trying to help you she was saying that he was mansplaining and he's like i'm just trying to help you and i mean i guess i guess i'm um you know this evil white male but i am under the impression like i said i know people from tinder believe that this isn't true and that's what they try to portray that tinder is just a it's just a dating site and we want people to get together and become friends and go out and and really have a have a relationship and maybe that does happen but the real reason that most people are swiping right on tinder is for business there's no mistake about that and i feel like madison the 25 year old from indiana uh, who decided to meet up with this man that she'd been talking to on tinder uh is missing the point of tinder tinder equals business you can quote me on that hundred percent tinder equals business that might not be the ad that tinder runs when you see an advertisement for them but no tinder equals business (laughs) 